Hey guys, welcome to the second episode of Scene Stealers. Today I'm sitting down with a special guest. His name is Jamar Woodard. He hosts the K Bob and Jay show here on WLCA, a local radio station. And today we are talking about what we consider to be the worst movies ever. So sit down, enjoy, relax, and try not to think about the movies we talk about because they'll break your head. Welcome to Scene Stealers. So, welcome to the second episode of Scene Stealers. Number two. Uh, yeah, I am your host, Nick Palmer, and sitting in with me today is... Jay from the K-Bobs and Jay Show. And if you listened last week, uh, the theme of last week's show was movies that are bad that you like. Yeah. Today is a different theme. Very different. Yeah, today mm-hmm. is just the worst movie you have ever seen. In the history of movies. Yeah, in the history of all of cinema. (laughs) Since the rocket ship hit the moon. (laughs) The worst movie ever. The worst movie ever, yeah. So, Jay, why don't you go ahead and get us started off with what you consider to be the worst movie ever. It took a minute for me to uh, think about this, but then when I finally realized what I was thinking about, I'm like, oh, obviously it's this, Ghost Dad, starring (laughs) William H. Cosby. That movie is terrible. Um... Tell Many us about reasons the, why. Tell us about the plot. Go over the plot for okay, us. Okay, the, the plot, the whole premise of the movie, uh, Bill Cosby is a, is a father uh, who, and uh, he loses his wife. Oh, no, no, his wife is still alive. Uh, he ends up passing away in a car accident. And all of a sudden, he's in between this realm of, like, another place in Earth. So he's still able to see things, he's still able to hear, he's still able to go into different bodies and possess them. Yes, this actually happened. And the opposite is no one can hear or see him. Ah. So that's why he has to possess people to tell his kids, like, I'm still alive and all this stuff. But did they just get random people wandering up to them in the street going, I love you. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Thanks, creepy homeless guy. They had to believe. They were like, it's something about your eyes. And oh, God, think about that movie and I get mad. Like I'm sitting here getting upset. So it was kind of like what dreams may come minus all the depression, right? Minus, Minus the depression plus Cosby kids. It was plus pudding. It was like, it was... It was that plus pudding. So, but what made it the worst movie ever specifically? Okay, the simple fact that Bill Cosby, for one, um, was even remotely thinking that this could be a good movie, because I do believe he had some tale in writing this. So the entire premise alone to me is just ridiculous. The plot is not that great. It's like it's. Oh, God. It's like getting a, a sandwich with no meat. And they just give you two pieces of bread and say, eat up. It just, it left me feeling terrible. And normally movies don't do that. I even like the movie Meteor Man, which is a <laughs> movie starring Robert Townsend that came out in like 1993. But Ghost Dad, I just couldn't handle. I couldn't handle it. Yikes. Well, that, that brings me to my least favorite movie. And like you said, a lot of movies don't leave me feeling, you know, have a bad taste in my mouth. Right. You know, I can usually enjoy most movies for what they are, except for this movie. It came out, I'm going to give you a hint, see if you can guess it. It came out in 2005, had Jessica Alba, Chris Evans in it, Michael Schickless. Sounds familiar. Revolved around the number four. 
and whether or not this number was fantastic. Oh. <laughs> Accord, uh, apparently, the, the, the number was not fantastic. No. It was not. Did you, do you know what I'm talking about and now? You're talking, you, yes, you're talking about the Fantastic Four. Uh, um, it was it was pretty bad. It, it, it was. Because the comic book made them so awesome, and you didn't expect that to come out of the comic book. You're well, like, the, the is thing this? is, it's, uh, with a comic book, you have so much already pre-approved canon and mythos. Mm. That when you just try to go, ah, fuck it. <laughs> and make whatever the hell you want, you're gonna piss people off. <laughs> and it's like, let's just take this beautiful franchise that Marvel created and put a dildo in it. Like, there's just a wooden one. No Vaseline. Let's Strapped right it. on the front where everybody can see. Let's rape it. Let's, let's grope it from the front in front of people. That's what they did to the Fantastic They Four. front groped it. They, front they did a reach around grope. They did a reach around grope, and it was really awkward. The reason why I well, I, I hate it because the acting was very wooden. I did enjoy Michael Shiklis in it though. Hmm. He was he was okay. Yeah. But they just kind of he played he played a great thing. He was he was good. What really didn't sit well with me was Johnny Storm, or yeah, uh, Johnny Storm. Yeah, Johnny Storm. The Human Torch. Human Torch. Biggest douchebag throughout that entire movie. Well, yeah. Womanizing asshole. Yeah. Who saves the day? Who becomes the big hero at the end? Of course. The Human Torch. Of course. And part of this plays into the second movie as well. Because I think which they did they need a sequel? No. Like not that, at all. That's what killed me. I'm like, okay, the movie for one was not that great, and then Silver Surfer's character is just weird in itself. He's he, a slave. He played blandly, too. He's a slave. And he was played very, very blandly. It was like it was like watching paint dry. But the, but the worst thing was is like the second movie made me hate the first movie even more. <laughs> yeah. Because they essentially I, yeah, just remade it. They did. They just added the Silver Surfer. And it's like... Like, even when like I think of parts of one of the movie, I don't know which movie I'm thinking of. It's just it's one of the god awful Fantastic Four movies, right? And at the end of Fantastic Four two or Fantastic Eight, if you're into <laughs> multiplication, Fantastic Eight. Johnny Storm is the hero again. It's like douchebags prevail. Well, I mean, that is the moral of that movie. Yeah, and when you think about it, don't they? They do, but you know what? <laughs> this is a movie for nerds. It is. So we don't want to see win. the jock get the we girl. Want, we want to see the nerd get the girl. We want to see the nerd win. We well, I guess it. technically the nerd did get the girl, but still. Yeah, I mean because he was very smart. Like he was, he was. Well, I'm, I'm talking about Reed writer. Richards. Oh, yeah, yeah Mr. Yeah. Fantastic. Mm. Yeah, he did. Mm. Mm -mm -mm. Well, uh, again, those are our two movies that we hate the most. Uh, Jay, thank you for stopping in with me and sitting down and chatting. Ghost Dad. Uh, if you haven't <laughs> seen it. Go buy it. I think the DVD is like three dollars. Is it worth time. buying it? It it will it will make you laugh because it's so terrible. That's what that type of movie is. I don't suggest buying Fantastic Four. <laughs> Leave that you can on find the shelf. It at your local slackers for uh, they'll actually they're actually giving it away at slackers if you uh, if you buy. They will it, pay you to hand. take the movie. They'll be like, here you go, and here's two dollars for your truck. But uh, again, thank you, Jay, for stopping in. Uh, depending on how long this podcast goes, I might have you come back. Please. I love it. I love it. It's been fun. All right. Thanks, guys. This has been another episode of Scene Stealers. See you next week. Bye. Love you.